Hi, this is Lisa Crane, and with half the year past, I wanted to take an opportunity to share this update. First, I'm checking DOMO. That's D-O-M-O. And if you haven't heard of DOMO, ask your supervisor or your friendly data coordinator to show you this dashboard. It gives us real-time information about how many referrals we receive, where they come from, how many moms and babies we're serving, and how many of those moms and babies are graduating. And here's a fun fact. The name DOMO is from the Japanese word for thank you. So thank you to Brian Hartle, Teresa McLean from IT, and to our own Tom Ricker, who've all put so much work into helping us create this valuable tool. Domo tells me this Monday morning that we have um, served 3,896 families since we started in 2011, and tells me since January of 2012, 2,527 babies have been born into our program. Tuesday, tomorrow, the supervisors Lynn and I will be reporting to Kent and Betsy. We're proud to show that with everyone's hard work, at the end of June, we are actively serving 1,242 families in the state, and every site has increased their capacity significantly since our last update. So thank you for all you do. Enjoy the last weeks of summer, and please take some time to be good to yourself. Take care. Hey everyone, it's Anye, and welcome to the NFP episode 2.8. For our announcements on today's episode, I am looking for client stories to incorporate on the podcast. I'd love to have a couple of nurses share their experience. Um, If you know of anyone or you yourself would like to be a part of the podcast, please reach out to me. Um, If not, I will be reaching out to the supervisors um, to see if we can get some stories on the next podcast. Add on to our announcements, um, welcome to all of our new community advocates. Um, Sherry will still need a nurse shadow visit for um, the new community advocate Ardella and the intern Emily. Um, If you have not already reached out to Sherry about this matter, please do. And then to wrap up our announcements, Casey's nurse supervisor has some safety tips. And then following that, Sarah will talk with us about some grounding exercises. Hi nurses, it's Casey, supervisor here in Marion County. I just wanted to share a few safety tips with you all, but before we get into that, I want to say that most nurse home visitors work with families without any unsafe incidents. Clients are usually welcoming, protective, and have strong relationships with you all. It's wise to expect the best from people, but please be alert and careful wherever you go. Some things to keep in mind and implement include, first of all, your safety is our number one priority. In all situations, we encourage you to use good sense and intuition. A visit can always be rescheduled, but your health and life are irreplaceable. Please keep your calendar as up-to-date as possible, as well as addresses and phone numbers as up-to-date as possible within DMCN. Keep your cell phone on you and charged at all times. Do not allow others to invade your personal space. Be clear about not touching or getting too close. Know where your exits are. 
Don't have a barrier between yourself and the door, if at all possible, and also try to not sit with your back to the door. Be aware of what's going on inside a house. Project a sense of awareness and carry a persona that conveys calm but firm. Have a pre-existing plan, thinking in advance about what you might do in, in the event of an unsafe situation. Know the locations of where you are. Not knowing your location can delay response time, as cell phones do not allow for quick GPS searches on the dispatcher's end, something that um, most of us in Marion County were not aware of. With uh, most people not using landlines, it, it, dispatchers are actually not able to tell easily where you are just based off your cell phone. So it's very important that you know the location of where you are. Stay alert when approaching and leaving a client's house. Please do not be distracted by your phone, papers, getting your bags together. You definitely want to be vigilant and aware of what's going on around you. It's a good idea to have your keys in your hand. Always wear your RN badge as well as shoes and clothes that are comfortable and easy to move in. Please only carry absolute necessities into a home and lock valuables in your trunk. Do not leave any valuables in your car overnight. If approached by someone, it's a good idea to be, to be brief and keep moving. Don't be too friendly, but also don't be rude enough to make them angry. Try to just wear a blank, firm expression. If a person insists on talking or starts to follow you and you feel like you're in danger, you can yell loudly for help. If you're going to a new enrollment or a new client's house, or perhaps a client has moved and you're unfamiliar with a new home, or if you feel like the situation warrants it for whatever reason, please use your judgment. You can call or text a client to escort you to the door before you get out of your car, as well as when you're leaving, if you're unfamiliar with the area or apartment complex or home, whatever it might be. You can also utilize a buddy system if you're visiting clients outside of daylight or normal business hours or perhaps for new enrollment. You can call or text your buddy before going in as well as calling or texting them when you are leaving so they know that you are safe. Please also consider downloading and using the Stanley Guard app, which is a safety app that is paid for by Goodwill. If you're unfamiliar with this app or not sure how it works, please connect with Ben Burroughs from Safety and Security. Lastly, please trust your gut. If something feels wrong or unsafe, leave the situation, notify your supervisor and possibly local police. Your instincts are better than any guidelines can ever be. Please stay safe out there. Hi everybody, it's Sarah Pollard, your friendly mental health consultant with Nurse Family Partnership. Welcome to the Mental Health Minute via NFP Podcast. As always, I'm super excited to be here with you today to share some valuable information for both you and your clients. Thanks for joining me. Hang in there for about five to six minutes as we're going to discuss a resource and a tool. So let's get started. The resource I would like to discuss today is a document which can be found on the Mental Health Toolkit on the Hub. And that document is entitled Plate and Pitcher. And this document came to fruition as I really wanted to have um, a concrete 
document that described kind of what's on your plate, who you fill each day, and how do you refill yourself. So this document is three pages. It talks about what's on your plate. So what are you responsible for currently? Um, what, what's going on in your life at this time? That may be obviously work, family, perhaps volunteering, whatever's going on with you in particular. So taking an objective look at what we're doing right now, what's on our plate. And then um, the, the document does ask, is there anything you can temporarily or permanently take off your plate? Perhaps there's something that you've taken ownership of or responsibility for that really wasn't meant to be in your wheelhouse. So maybe that's something you can identify to permanently take off your plate. Maybe there's nothing to permanently take off your plate. Maybe you're feeling like your plate is okay at this point. The next page is uh, highlights who do you fill each day? So for me, this is very much about kind of that, who am I taking care of? Who do I fill? Who am I in charge of? Who, who do I pour into? Who, whose life do I pour into? And then the third page goes over, how do you refill yourself each day? Because let's face it, we can't pour from an empty pitcher. So how do you refill yourself? How do you refuel? So you all know, um, I've said multiple times, I'm a visual person. So I personally have used this document several times just to kind of check in, check in. How are things going? What's on my plate? Is there anything I need to take off temporarily or permanently? Is there anything I can delegate to someone else? Who do I fill each day? Who do I pour into? And then how do I refill myself? So take a look at that. I will link that document on the As Heard on the NFP podcast section on the Mental Health Toolkit on the Hub. And I think this is a document that you could personally use if you are so inclined. And we could certainly use it with a client as well. All right, so that is the resource for the day. Now, a tool that I would like to share with you um, is something called grounding or grounding exercises. So what are grounding exercises? Essentially, grounding exercises are a way to reorient, um, be mindful, come back to the present at hand. So many times when we're anxious, we're stressed, etc., we're distracted, we're focusing on things that are perhaps in the future or perhaps in the past. And sometimes those things can cause anxiety, stress, etc. So grounding exercises really bring you back to the present. And essentially with grounding exercises, you're looking for um, engaging your senses. So what do you see? What do you hear? What can you touch with your fingers? Is there something nearby you can taste? Do you have a piece of gum, a drink of water, something like that? What do you smell? So I've seen some grounding exercises say, um, locate five things you see, four things you can touch, three things you can smell, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. I don't think the number is as important because it's not about performance. It's just about reorienting and re-engaging in the present. What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? What can you touch? What can you taste? 
So you can use grounding exercises really anytime you want to. Uh, and again, that could be during times of stress, anxiety, zoning out, etc. So grounding exercises can be found on the, as heard on the NFP podcast section of the mental health toolkit on the hub. Please let me know if you don't have a link to the mental health toolkit, because I will gladly send it to you. All right. So we've talked about a resource and we've talked about a tool. So I want to leave you with just a quote on self-care. I like quotes. And this quote is from someone named Jack Cornfield. I honestly don't know who Jack Cornfield is, but that's okay. I do like what he says about compassion. And that is, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mental Health Toolkit via NFP Podcast. Thank you for all you do. You are appreciated. Have a great day. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. And thank you to everyone who sends voice recordings to go on the podcast. Um, We really could not have these episodes without you all. So thank you. Thank you so much. And if you have any ideas or would like to be on the next episode, please email me at Anya dot carson at goodwillindie.org that's a-n-y-e period c-a-r-s-o-n at goodwillindie.org i hope you have a great day bye